Welcome back to the Growing Lean podcast, sponsored by Lean Discovery Group. This is your host, Dylan Burke, also known as Deej. I'm very too happy to be here with Tariq Ali and Kelly Rose Kane, co-founders of Pitch Play Co. Welcome, guys. Hello, hello. Hello, thank you. Excited to be here, too. Awesome, awesome. So to start, can you give us a little bit of a background of yourselves and how you ended up in business and how you ended up in business together? Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I'll start. Um, so a little bit background about me. I studied at a few universities here. Um, well, for you on this side of on this side of the pond, um, <laughs> I am in Atlanta. I studied at Georgia State University theoretical mathematics. Um, and with theoretical math, I actually was a teacher for Georgia State University because the university is so loaded with all of the different students that needed a college algebra prerequisite that I was able to teach early. Um, eventually worked in tech for about six years and I did a lot of analytical work, some cybersecurity work, um, created, created a few automation tools, but the most exciting thing for me was developing others. Um, growth and development was huge for me. And, and when I left tech, I started, a business called Kane Creative. And um, my wife, Kelly Rose, is is one of the best designers ever. And because she has senior user experience design, which we'll talk a little bit more about her background, um, she knew that we had to rebrand to Pitch Play Co. Uh, and thank God she did. But um, yeah, yeah, you can talk about your, your history. Yeah, sure. So yeah, I am. Um... As my husband said, I am a designer. My background is in fine arts, so I have my BFA from Kennesaw State, and I do a little bit of everything. But now I have been working in tech for a few years, like, like three or four years now. Started at Amazon, and now I'm at Logitech, and I do user experience design. So yes, when he started talking to me about starting his own business, I had thoughts. But at first, I was like, oh, I'll just let him explore, you know, figure out what he wants to do. A lot of this came out of his experience of coaching and mentoring. So letting him really land on what that vision was then allowed me to come downstairs and say, all right, so now that you figured out the path forward, let me give you a little bit of my thoughts on the branding and the visuals of everything. We really wanted it to be clear what the business was. So yeah, he he's downplaying how nice he was about me coming downstairs and just being like, um, so I'm rebranding everything. And I know you're working with clients currently, but uh, just let me let me work and then yeah, I'll send I mean, you everything. I mean, she's the, at the end of the day, this is my real boss. So it's like, <laughs> all right, fine, let's rebrand. So that's how we got the pitch play go. Yeah, 100%. but yeah, I'm still into, oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> Us Amazing. Was he wanted to start the business, but we both had experience freelancing and doing different consulting work. Yeah, yeah consulting yeah. work. So he started to talk to me about the idea and I had thoughts. And so it just kind of felt natural for us to work off of each other and support each other, especially in the case of the brand, like design is my wheelhouse. So when I see him trying to make something for social, I was like, let me just do that. You've got enough on your plate. I can do this in five minutes. So we play to each other's strengths that way as well. Amazing. It sounds like you've got a perfect partnership. I love to hear that. Mm -hmm. I honestly, I couldn't imagine working with my girlfriend. I think <laughs> it's a very brave thing you guys have done. <laughs> and it's cool that you made it work. Um, have there have there been any challenges in 
obviously running a business together because you spend so much time together. Sorry um, if that's no. a bit of a personal one. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say, I think the challenges that we face is what every entrepreneur face um, faces. I, I don't think, I don't think it's who the partner is. It's just that we got to make sure that this works or are we, you know, are we doing the right things? Um, the, the, the C-suite debates are a little different. You know, I can't be as passionate at times. Sometimes I got to sneak it in there. Right. But, but the, it's easier because we know each other so well, like the clarity is there. Um, if one idea gets shut down fairly quickly, it's pretty easy to like bring it up later in a more, uh, um, battle tested environment. We know, we know what works and what doesn't work. So I don't think there have been any challenges working as a married couple. I just think it's the challenges as a co-founder, as co-founders of a business is, yeah. I think it's pretty, I would say it's pretty yeah. normal. I mean, we were, I admit our relationship was pretty well stress tested, right? Oh, we, yeah. we bought a house right before COVID. the shutdown. So we were working together in the same house for two years, planning a wedding. I was planning our wedding at that time. So we'd already been like all through all of the trials and tribulations of like, if we weren't gonna find out <laughs> being that close and being that in each other's pockets and each other's lives would annoy us we would have known before we even got to the question of starting a business so by the time the business question rolled around we were like yeah, yeah we got this yeah for sure, for sure. <laughs> i think that's so amazing i love that for you guys and <laughs> back to the business side of things um so what is the biggest challenge you guys have faced in terms of starting and running your business and how, how did you solve it or how are you planning to solve it um, the challenges, I think, I think the good news is, is we've been surrounded by a ton of entrepreneurs. Um, Kelly Rose comes from an entrepreneurial family. I come from an entrepreneurial family. So I think we kind of learn from watching others struggle or like, okay, that works. That doesn't. Right. Um, so early on, we knew we had to partner with other people that were, entrepreneurs that were were experienced so we got um fairly invested or invested in other circles fairly early into starting the business that that we've learned to find coaching we've learned to find more experienced people and feed off of them um and also not being afraid to pivot i mean that's 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 something that that we knew that if we were to lock into an idea super early we're already setting ourselves up for failure. So um, luckily for us, we've been around a lot of a lot of people that we got to learn from for sure. Yeah, no, I think the honestly, one of the most, I guess, stressful or challenging things that we've been doing is just coming out of that we started the business you know at home we work from home we've uh, done a lot of the work digitally so probably our first few events i would say were some of the more challenging mm -hmm. <laughs> challenging things to pull off and not that they were inherently difficult it was just it was new for us we had to get a lot of uh, collateral together very quickly mm -hmm. um and then we're there at a booth like talking to people all day which we're both kind of like introverted gamer people <laughs> we don't like to go out and show off and so we were just like oh how do we do this are we gonna do this do we even know what we're gonna say but the 
beautiful side of it is that I think we we tend to overanalyze, we tend to overthink. So we were prepared. We didn't feel prepared, but we had right, done all right. of the work we really needed to do so that once we were in that position, for better or worse, we were ready for it. And even if we were anxious and stressed, we had a really good turnout. We had a lot of a lot of the people that actually he's mentioning, we've met from the very first event we did, which we felt a little bit was like a dumpster fire because <laughs> we were just like, you know, you look back, hindsight, it's 2020, you kind of go, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that, but we've met so many amazing Yeah, the connections people. were amazing. The connections were yeah. amazing. So I think anything that, that we stress out about, like internally, we get validated from externally from and it makes us feel it. better. Yeah. yeah, just from doing the thing. So, yeah, you can sit up there. Amazing. I, I love that point you made about learning um from entrepreneurs i also come from a background of entrepreneurs and i've definitely learned from a lot of their mistakes just to make sure i don't make the same and i, I think it's really cool to have that behind you just so you know what what works what doesn't work um mm -hmm. right. and when to as you said pivot mm -hmm. and yeah so can you walk us through your your overall business strategy for pitch playco yeah, so so um, the concept of Pitch Play Co is to gamify your career. And and I like the tagline. I love the tagline because the quicker we can wrap our client's head around business being a game or it can be played like a game, the easier it is for us to empower the player. So our strategy is to focus on the people and not necessarily just the products. Um, we have coaching programs and we have coaching courses um, but all of it has been inspired by by games like gamify your career is not just a thing that we're saying we've been inspired by video games um, i'm a gamer kelly rose is a gamer um, and and my sister who's an entrepreneur when we were rebranding she asked us she asked me hey why is your brand so corporate She's never worked in corporate. So for her, it was like boring. Like, why is your brand so corporate? I don't get it. She's like, um, you love games, right? And you love sports and you've, you know, you've done all these different things. Why don't you just make it more like you? So, okay. So we played around with a few different strategies and eventually we came out with Gamify Your Career and the name Pitch Play Co. And we're like, oh, got it. Well, we were in Costa Rica. Um, we were in Costa Rica one month and we were talking to a sales VP or a sales executive. I can't remember her title, but um, she said, hey, you're super smart, but I think you're like here. And she had her arms spread out saying like, you're, you're too out there. If you can narrow the path, it'll make it so much easier for you to take off and so much easier for you to evolve the business. And two months later, we rebranded to Pitch Blake yeah. And then we figured it out. It felt like everything fell into place. Once we had that vision, then the rebranding was easier. Talking to it has been easier. And it's so much easier. Because it's about video games and we can just immediately start nerding out with people over stuff, you know, mutual <laughs> interests. People really get excited when you tell that. I feel like career coaching by itself is not an exciting concept exactly. and working on your resume and all that, it's not fun. So gamifying it is a great way to get people excited about it. And then just knowing that like everything's based on a game, like, like we can tell when we're talking to people, they're kind of like, oh wait, what? It's based on the, oh, I love that game. <laughs> exactly. So it's cool. Exactly. 100%, I love that. And it's, it's quite a common 
concept that I've heard during these interviews is that a lot of entrepreneurs start off with such a wide range of products or services, um, and then they realize they actually need to find a niche and just stick to that. And 100%. that's super inspiring because I'm hearing that from so many people, and it's obviously a common <laughs> denominator in entrepreneurship. Mm. Um, so how, how do you guys, what's your, what sort of interface do you use to gamify the process? And is it only for um, helping people get the career or is it coaching through their career as well to be good in their career? So you ask a question that's going to get me in trouble because <laughs> my chief creative officer is not a huge fan of the platform currently. But but it's it's good to call out because we're thinking about ever evolving. Currently, to gamify it, we have a uh, we're using a third party, and um, it's essentially a, a course. It's a course setup, so it's very difficult to gamify a course setup through a third party. So how we do it is we make it as we simulate it as much as a game as possible. We have a marketing research intern and he found out that people are nostalgic through video games from music. Um, Sonic, you know the music, you know the sounds, Mario, you know the music, the sounds. They like people know those sounds in that music. So Zelda, um, you know, other popular the Wii. I mean, like the Wii. Everyone knows that Iconic. music. So so um we called our music director who lives in Texas here in the States and, and he made music as it, as you go through the levels of the course, the levels of the course, as the, the subject changes, the music subtly changes. So it's the same melody, different beats, different, different music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Different, different instruments. Uh, yeah. Different pacing. Exactly. Um, so now you're psychologically learning the, the process of getting a job initially, because uh, that's what Career Tycoon is about. Um, and then as the music subtly changes, you're thinking about building your brand, keeping that job, leveling up your career, um, building your network. People don't realize that when you go into a role, I'm, I'm going off on a tangent, but people don't realize when you go into a role that, that you're building connections and building um, everything inside that company and no one can see what you can do. So when you leave and try to interview somewhere and, and start over, your resume to them is just a piece of paper. They will never understand the six years that you put into five bullet points. They're not going to get that. Mm -hmm. They're not going to know your network. They're not going to know how talented you are. Um, you're essentially starting over. We call that new game plus <laughs> in video games. Uh, you're essentially starting over. So we are trying to wrap people's head around business as a game. And when you leave, you're doing that new game plus. You're starting over. You got good stats, better stats, better equipment, but you're starting over. And, that, and that's the reality. Mm -hmm. We have treasure chests inside the course. Um, so like as you get to a point, you get a treasure chest, you probably get an assessment or you get resume templates or a portfolio book or interview tips, whatever the case is, inside the the treasure chest, it's helping you learn. And their missions are quizzes. <laughs> All right, so so our yeah, platform we're working working within the constraints of the platform, of the platform. Yeah, but trying to make it as 
as much as interactive as possible. And mm -hmm. then for that reason, also right now, the very first course Career Tycoon is free because we do want people to give us feedback mainly on the content, but we have visions of a future more interactive application, either on your mobile devices or in um, like a 3D modeled space on mm -hmm. computer server or something. So we have a lot of ideas, but we, decided to not let the platform restrict us from launching and getting that initial kind of beta test mm -hmm. out there so we can just find out is the information viable like do people like this cadence do people like the style of the content do people enjoy the activities that they're doing along the way um, to give us more user data for our next iteration okay amazing so is it currently is it a website where people go to yes it's a website it's a course um, based like or sorry like, like he said it's a course with like classes so it's each module is a different set of videos and then to his point earlier also there's those little treasure chests in between so that's how we have it set up today and then also trying to just get people into our uh, crm so that when we do launch something newer bigger better greater they will be able to find out that way uh so yeah pitchplayco.com slash courses slash career tycoon <laughs> there you go <laughs> There you go. Thank you. you. <laughs> um, I, I love that. It sounds amazing. I'm going to check it out after this call. Uh, so how do you guys measure the success of your business? Um, do you have any specific KPIs or metrics that you use? So it's about empowering the player. So we have tangibles and intangibles. So the tangibles are if people come in to look for a new job and they get a new job. Um, the intangibles is the confidence that they leave with. Um, so, so a lot of people don't realize how much impact they are making on a company or they are making on a team or they are making on a project and they just think they're there to do their job and they go home and they're not tracking their progress or their experience or that they're leveling up. For us, if people leave better than when they came, that's a win for us. So we can track some things based off their testimonies or based off their ratings, you know, like, you know, we'll, 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 we'll attribute that to, to stuff that we can track. Um, but for our courses like Career Tycoon, their progress bar, we have points based off the activity, logins, um, um, how far you've gotten through the progress. And we do a leaderboard. We just started the leaderboard every month now. Eventually, we're going to give out prizes to, to, you know, help out more people. If you're at the top of the leaderboard, you, I was thinking, and this is brand new, only on the Lean Discovery podcast. This is brand new. I was thinking a pitch, a pitch play box or something that the, the winner like wins. It's just something that they get. Cool. Yeah, like, I don't know. I think it's cool. So we, we got different um, ideas and, and we're tracking it based off obviously the data that we're collecting through our through our platform but also through immediate feedback that yeah, we're getting from like our clientele customer satisfaction okay amazing that sounds awesome i was thinking a mystery box one dollar bill or a mystery box you know that <laughs> <laughs> which one do you want <laughs> exactly um so your company is still pretty new right so where where do you see yourself being in four years what what is your dream state in four years good question mm. um more heavily involved in the universities for sure yeah. um where we're i'm not gonna say popular but we we definitely are 
making waves here locally. We're in Atlanta, Georgia, so we're making waves in the local universities here in some local events. Um, we had a, we were in a pitch at the Georgia World Congress Center, um, which is a, a major venue here. Um, so we're making local ways, but we'd like to expand that four, four years from now, we would like more universities to understand and, and be partner with us, understand who we are, understand that, yeah, we can help professionals in the corporate setting, but we can also help um, the the next generation, yeah, the yeah, students. So That's feedback we've been yeah. getting a lot, like our course is designed to catch a lot of different user groups it's like we have on there disgruntled employees so the kind of person that's just been at a job forever and wants to leave but doesn't know how tilted worker tilted worker yep that's the name for it then we have uh the now you're making me remember the names recent grads <laughs> recent grads so i'm fresh to the market you know don't know how to like, I'll similarly don't know how to navigate the job market and comfy professional comfy professional yeah someone who is truly just been out of the market for a long time so it can it's pretty broad we want some future courses to be a little bit more specific and narrow in both speciality but also in terms of the type of person it targets but every time we give our pitch without fail somebody says you should be in school instantly this, this is the kind of information people benefit from when they're new in their career it's like the information that often you know accredited universities kind of skip over they give you all the tangible skills but networking they're like oh yeah just go to career fairs they don't really tell you how to action on those connections that you're making how to maximize mm -hmm. your social media for networking in your your business and your space like that stuff i even remember from when we were in school it's just like here you can make the thing now go good luck get a job but they don't really have the equipment to set you up for success in that space once you get in it. So that is something that has been, it's come up enough times now that it definitely feels like one of our, one of our next um, avenues should include education. So yeah, I would say that's definitely an area we're looking to be impactful in. And even the video game space, we're a gaming company, a gaming education company, be on the lookout. You might be playing. You might be playing one of our games one day. You that would be amazing. Like, Yo, is this pitch play cut? Stretch goal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be I'll awesome. I'll definitely keep a lookout for that. <laughs> um, so we, we're running out of time a bit. We've actually gone over, but no problem. But before we go, what advice would you give, firstly, to someone, um, one of your users? Let's say our listeners are your ICP, what advice would you give to them? And what advice would you give to other business owners looking to succeed in your industry? I'll let you take the user question. Um, so, so, well, I was thinking about other, other entrepreneurs. Um, I say the best way to start is to start. Yes. I mean, you can think about it all day. You can plan it all day. You can strategize all day. <laughs> you will never know until you actually do it right like planning for tomorrow is hilarious because you don't uh, know what tomorrow's you don't be. know 2022 i didn't hear a single person talking about ais <laughs> not one <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not one now it's every... actually, actually you know towards the end of the year someone was like hey have you heard of chat gpt right. like, oh i'll check it out 2023 i hear it every day right i can't escape it so how would you plan for that in 2021 you you wouldn't you know the best way to start is to start and, and don't be afraid to pivot right and then for our users it's 
kind of the same with one thing we tell people actually is, you know, people tend to get pigeonholed. This is what we find with a lot of our clients. They get pigeonholed into a job. They've been at X job with X title for, you know, a certain amount of time and they don't see a way out. Even whether it's in the same or similar role at a different company, or maybe they want a full on career change. And one of the things that we do that he does beautifully is he'll look at your skills kind of agnostic of your title, agnostic of your current role and position and help, help you tell that story and market and brand yourself in the way that would make you successful in whatever role you want to be in. So that can go a lot of ways. Like if you just started this job and you're looking at your 30, 60, 90 day plan, thinking about your job in the future in your current role is a valuable skill. But if you're also thinking, you know, I'm here, but this is where I want to be. And it might be like up and over to the left. How do I get there? He'll, he can also help you sort of pivot your skills, look for new opportunities, have that in the back of your mind, but then also speak to your skills in a way that would make you the clear choice mm -hmm. for this job over here. So it's a, it's a valuable skill from any angle, whether you work for yourself or work for a business, you have to like stay ready. You might have to move you to sales. No. <laughs> I love that. Uh, thank you so much, guys. I really enjoyed this. And I love your relationship and how you work together. It's You, you guys make great partners. Um, and I'm excited to see where your business goes. So thank you. What, what would the best way for people to reach out to Tariq Ali Kane and Kaylee Rose Kane? If you guys have any offers for them, they want to check out your website or enroll in your courses. Yeah. So you can go to pitchplayco.com. If you want to learn more about the business, you can also connect with either one of us on LinkedIn. Um, I, I, I think mine is Tariq Ali Kane and yours is by Kelly Rose, but mm -hmm. Kelly Rose Kane, you can search it on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, and then you can learn more about us from there for sure. We're open books. We're on a lot of social. We stream on Twitch. <laughs> we both yeah. have YouTube channels. You can find us a lot of places. Yeah. <laughs> However, you want to yeah. find us, I'm sure we're, we're somewhere. We're some, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere nearby. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, thanks again for being on the show. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. And keep on, guys. Absolutely. Thank yeah, you. Thank you for the opportunity.